0: Hey, hey, Sedano and LZ with you here. Now, LZ, I'd like to start by asking Dodgers expert Greg Bergman something since Mm -hmm. Chris Morales mentioned him so many times there in our Open. Uh, Dodgers expert Greg Bergman, I I thought you were going to tweet during the entire uh, NLCS. I noticed that you didn't tweet from the ESPN Los Angeles account over the weekend, but I did see you tweeting from your personal account. What happened there?
1: Uh, I stopped after four because it is just too much. I don't know how else to say. <laughs>
2: no it's just too much? Uh, it's a You're lot. Tweeting from man. your
1: own account. What's the yeah, difference? Yeah, but I like, say it's just like a random. It's just random times whenever I think of something. Whereas when I'm doing the Twitter account for for ESPN, it's got to be basically constant Not one or two really. per inning. No. Who says per that? Inning. Yeah. There's no rules to this. No. None. So tonight, tonight, it will just it won't be as much, and then tomorrow will be. Look, Ireland I mean, will do it tomorrow. Looks... So you're a
2: draft on... expert, but you're not a social media expert. No, Got I'm it. definitely
1: okay. not a so social a media second. expert. Wait a
0: second. Wait a second. Tell yeah. Z, is there are there rules to how often
1: you should be tweeting during a game when you're live tweeting a game?
2: None whatsoever.
1: Right. No, I just feel like you, if you're live tweeting something, you should be doing it like a constant. You know what you, happening.
2: you're like that play-by-play guy who can't shut the hell up. and Right, let the play and just, just let the game tell the
1: story <laughs> exactly. sometimes. Yeah. yeah well, the, okay. the whole point of live tweeting is that people that can't see the game are seeing what's happening. No, who's not seeing the game? Let's be well, real. Well, this is the World Series, so it's totally different. No, man. what you,
2: you know should what? be what You, you should are be the doing? Paul George of like live tweeting. <laughs> no, I,
1: I'm, <laughs> not, I'm not Paul George of anything. That, There's no you Paul George that here. Smoke.
2: You didn't really want that smoke. You thought you wanted that smoke, but you
1: didn't. No, I I never wanted. I was asked. I said sure. So I'm happy to do tonight I mean, game. You were one, asked, but Ireland... you kind of liked it because you used to do it. Let's not be let's I not act you like should, you don't like I, it. I did used to do it. I got asked for this year. Ireland tomorrow and then Travis on game three. So other people are doing it. So Donald, you should do one. LZ, you should no, do I,
0: one. I don't care because I don't want to tweet. That I, I want to watch the game.
1: <laughs> yeah. So and, and I'm gonna well, be that's high. what I did. <laughs> so right. I'm what did what do you choose, LZ? Wait, you had, your choices. Like, we
0: can't be you can't be Dodgers expert, Greg Burton. Bergman and then pick and choose when you're going to be Dodgers expert Greg Bergman.
1: I mean, why does a Dodger expert have to be the tweeter too? They're two totally separate things. But that's the whole
0: reason we made you Dodgers expert Greg Bergman. Exactly. You
1: you made me. You no, specifically. No, we didn't make
2: you the No, email no, no. no.
1: Made LG, you. or not LG. George The email said the the Dodgers email said expert it.
2: Greg Bergman. Exactly.
1: This is going way too far. What are you gonna What are you gonna have tonight, Z? You said you were gonna, you were going between a couple different options.
2: I hadn't figured it out yet. Let me check and look at the poll while you try to change the subject. Hold on one <laughs> That's second, exactly
1: yeah. what I'm doing. Oh
2: right, LZ, tell let's, the people what see. you put up on your oh, okay. Twitter wrote, poll today. Wait, wait uh, hold on one second. Oh, oh, sorry, I'm just hosting my radio show here right now. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, you can come. The person's here to water my plants. Oh, and I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Do you talk to your plants too? No, I don't talk to my plants. Do you talk to our plants? Are you a plant talker? She's a plant talker. Good. That's because it
0: needs the carbon dioxide, you know.
2: Awesome. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. She's amazing. Um, So the poll that I put up was, as I mentioned earlier, I uh, am firmly planning on doing a little smokey smoke during the game. Right. And I ask uh, followers, what should I do? Sativa, Indica, hybrid, or none of the above? First of all, I'm happy to say that none of the above finished dead last.
0: Yeah, you need a hybrid. I think. Yeah, yeah,
2: hybrid at 34 yeah. percent, indica 25, sativa 23. It was actually surprisingly close. What?
0: Sativa, yeah. it, it, I would be a little too emotional already, it, and you know, there's too much stuff going on in the brain. I'd start to overthink things. Hybrid is perfect because you'd have the balance of I'm thinking, but also I'll have to, I'll be able to relax a little bit when necessary.
2: Well, I, I want to relax as much as possible. Right. You know, there's a possibility that game one could be stressful. Mm-hmm. Both teams are filling each other out. Mm-hmm. Um, not quite sure how the bats are going to respond, you know, yes. for our team. You know, it's a yeah. touch and go situation for us time I, to time. I mean,
3: I
0: am Cuban. Do you want me to get, muster up our own version of Joe Boo from Major League?
2: <laughs> I didn't Wake know up you up could do that. Wake up the bats? I didn't I'm know saying? you could do that. Yeah. Well, which, what do you what are you been waiting for? We've been needing those bats woken up. for Well, a minute I've been waiting out. for
0: the right time, actually. So you know, I I can figure out. I can uh, I can make some things happen. I'll make some calls. How about that?
2: All right, make make some calls and see what you can do. But our guy is on the mound, guys. Clayton Kershaw. Kershaw. Clayton Kershaw.
0: A uh, a career defining game. Let's get to that in a second. Yeah, well, I mean, every game is a career defining game. Let's get to that in a second, because LZ, you and I. Mm -hmm. on when did we do a show last was it thursday or friday i don't even remember anymore
2: i do believe it was thursday
0: okay what greg dodger expert greg bergman was it thursday or friday
1: (laughs) i feel like it was friday
2: but i don't remember
1: now
0: friday it might have been an hour
2: of power on friday
0: whatever so anyway that day we took a lot of calls and we were playing the blame game remember and there were a lot of calls about dave roberts okay a lot of calls. And some of them not so nice, okay, about Dave Roberts. And we kind of stepped in, you particularly, very much so, uh, when people – it felt like some people were being disrespectful. Uh, they were. Yeah. And and I'm curious as to how those people feel because that was when they were down 3-1. to one, And now they're back in the World Series. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm curious as to how that has gone. Has Have people transformed? Are people backing off a little bit? Or, or is it just he's in that Kershaw category now where it's, okay, you did it. Now do it again until we win the championship.
2: You know, it's, it's really crazy. First of all, I'm going to pat myself on the back. Because do you remember my parting words on our last show? I do. Monday, we're going to talk about the Dodgers in the World Series. Yes. is exactly what I said. And I wasn't being facetious. I wasn't just being hopeful. I still believed. I still believed that we were the better team. And lo and behold, you know, they, they proved me right this one time. Dave and I have developed a friendship. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to put that out there right out the bat because I do recognize that there could be some blinders because of our relationship. And, you know, I texted him right after uh, game five, and, you know, we've texted back and forth, and obviously since, you know, the guy in, in the World Series. and I, And the last thing I said to him, because I don't want to jinx anything, was that, you know, he needed to stay encouraged. Just stay encouraged. No matter what the situation is, stay encouraged. Yeah. Because if you're feeling down, you put your head down, you're going down. But if you're feeling down but you keep your head up, you can lift your spirits up. That's not just some mumbo-jumbo Oprah stuff. Right. I think that's just real-life practicality. Yeah, I agree. So I just told him to stay encouraged, and especially when people get on the internet. And you pull May out after the first inning, and people immediately get to the Twitters and start saying that you're an idiot, that you're stupid, what are you doing, blah, 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 blah. And well, and lo and behold, what happened, George? He managed his ass off. He did. He absolutely. And came no Seven. Doubt. Mm-hmm. I think that was his best performance as a postseason manager since he's been here. I agree. All right, show's over. Thank you yeah, guys very much out. for listening. We're done here. Right, here yeah, we See you later.
0: No, I'm with you. I, look, <laughs> managing a baseball team isn't easy, okay? It's one of these things where if things – it's kind of like an offensive lineman in football, okay? You only know when an offensive lineman does something wrong, right? Like mm-hmm. when, when the quarterback gets sacked, when a running uh, back gets blown up in the backfield, you're like, that damn offensive line, yep. you know? But And the same thing with a manager, They do a million things right during a game, but you only notice the times they make mistakes. Like, that's not a very fair existence. Now, they go into it knowing that that's the case. Yep, yep. But it still kind of sucks when Joe Blow on his couch is sitting there trying to say that he can manage better than you can when he doesn't know half of what goes into what you're doing on a daily basis.
2: Which is fine. You know, it's fine. I'm not anti-second-guessing. But what I took offense to on Thursday or Friday, whatever day was our last last show day, was that it went from just random fan frustration to disrespecting him as a man and as a person. And that's when I like to stop the criticism because at the end of the day, one, no matter what you may think with your beer in your one hand and your hands down your pants in the other, He's still better at baseball in every aspect of baseball than you, period, period. And then number two, it's just a game. It's still just a game. And of all the years in which we're reminded of how to properly prioritize our life, 2020 has taught us that, at least I hope it has, to keep certain things in perspective and wishing people would die Because you disagree with their substitution decision, right? Is there's no space, at least not on this show, for that?
0: Absolutely. Yeah, it's stupid. But you know what it is, LZ is, and we've had this conversation before. People on the internet are way out of line. Okay, way out of line. I mean, ninety nine point nine percent would never say those things to the people that they are tweeting at in real life. Like they wouldn't. And look, I'm leaving the 0.1 percent for the crazy people, the real crazy people. Okay, which there are there are those too in a country of 330 million people. 0.1 percent is still a lot. <laughs> okay, so yes, uh, you know that's still uh, that's still easily uh, you know 30, 40 thousand people that are like legit crazy. Okay, um, and I'm leaving that room in there for them. Or actually, it's like 300 or 400 thousand now that I think about it. I had to do my math wrong there initially. But the point is this. Don't be a jerk, man. Yeah. Like, it's just, that's it. Like, don't be a jerk. This is your manager. This is the guy who has helped guide your team to the World Series. N- now three times Three in four damn years. times. Three times in <laughs> four years. And, yes, he does it in unison with Andrew Friedman and the front office and, and the players. They and all Jesus, are in this.
2: I think baby Jesus helps, too.
0: Baby Jesus, too. Yep, yep. They're all in this thing together. So, look. If you want to be critical, critical is one thing. I think that here's the thing, LZ, and I would say this about our, just our entire way of living at the moment. It is one thing to have friends or even people you know, or in this case, people you don't know, right, that you're in theory on the same side with, yeah. but yet you can be critical of those people in disagreement. Yes. Critical is not disrespectful, and I feel like the 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 stuff that Dave Roberts gets specifically is absolutely undeniably disrespectful from a portion of this fan base.
2: Yes, and I'm going to go there on this. When you go hard on his intelligence, and you start talking about you know the way he looks as he's watching the field and things like that, it's 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 a little bit more than disrespectful it's it's damn near racist i'm just going to put it out there when you start talking about bucked out eyes and that he's stupid and that he's an affirmative action hire and that he's just there for diversity and things of that nature you're discrediting his long established career that began way before he even took himself to the major leagues, began as a little kid, just like all of us who had dreams. And he was blessed with good genes and hard work and dedication and got himself into the big leagues and then eventually became a manager and has led a team to the World Series three damn times. So yes, you can be disappointed in his decision, second guess, want him to be fired the whole nine. But to sit here and call him an some names that I've seen on Twitter from people who claim to be Dodger fans—you, you, 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 you got to stick with you guys in yeah, the rough times. So when sure. the good times come, you feel like you earned it.
0: Agreed. I it, the ups and the downs. I look. I've had this conversation with Greg before. Um, you know, like, and he wants the path of least resistance. I don't because A, I like a great story, uh, and B. So, you know, you have to have that story arc. You have to have the ebbs and the flow. And B, to your point, if it's harder, it tastes better when you actually get to get a bite of victory. You know what I mean? Like, I think that that stuff does matter. So, we'll open it up to the phones at 877-710-ESPN and 877 3776 Plus, coming up next, despite all the stuff about Kershaw, which we've talked about, and his World Series ERA. I'm going to tell you why you should feel confident about Clayton Kershaw tonight in Game 1. We'll get to that in just a second. down, on LZ with you here on 710 ESPN.
4: This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Taking you up till 5 o'clock, Dodger
0: Baseball. Don't forget Dodger expert Greg Bergman will be tweeting from the ESPN Los Angeles Twitter account because today is one of those days. Hey, Jorge, put ESPN television up right now if you can uh, because Dave Roberts is talking to Carl Ravage. I want to hear what he has to say if you've got it. Oh, wow. Yeah, let me know if you can put that up. If you rewind it a little bit, too, I guess, since we're a little bit... Uh, we've got some time. We can rewind it if you got it. Um, you got it?
3: Let me hear you it. wouldn't necessarily expect... What types of challenges does that present to you?
5: Yeah, certainly. I, I think that they're... Uh... Roster construction speaks to that. They got extra, some extra relievers. Uh, they certainly play the matchup game. Uh, they use data information. Uh, you know, with the model of trying to put your players in the best position uh, to have success. So, um, yeah, I saw that, and uh, it, it's uh, posed a lot of different problems as far as the kind of the traditional how you go about matching and, and running guys out there. So, it's going to be a cat and mouse uh, a game of chess. It'll be a fun. It's going to be a great series, though. Mm. Hey, Dave, it's Tex. Congrats on another great season. I'm
3: curious, you know, you've had the start and stop. You've, you've had all of the protocols that, you, that the players have had to go through. No days off in the postseason. What's been the biggest challenge for you this year getting back to the World Series?
5: Yeah, Tex, there's, there's – I mean, that's a good question. I mean, there's been so many. I think that the original start and stop um, – to then have guys in quarantine and the text, the team thread, to get them back in a short ramp up with the starting pitchers, the position players, then to go out and play 60 games under all these kind of regulations. And a lot of players and coaches without families. And then you're in a bubble for five weeks um, and without fans all year. And so to kind of keep guys moving forward and and keep the eye on winning the World Series, So, all of it encompassing has been very difficult. But that's another reason I probably got a little emotional uh, the other night because, and then you got Clayton Kershaw, Mookie Betts going outside of their comfort zone talking about racial injustices. And so it's been a really growing group and guys growing up and maturing and really bonding. It's been amazing.
3: Doc, heading into the World Series, what is your comfort level with your bullpen, specifically with Kenley Jansen?
5: Yeah, I I feel great. I I think that I give Kenley a lot of credit. Um, You know, self-admitted going through some delivery changes, mechanics, uh, in the middle of a postseason is very difficult. I can only imagine. Uh, Performing is one thing in the postseason. And so to be open to lower leverage to kind of work things out, To get him right where he needs to be and gain some confidence, I think, was beneficial, obviously, for him and for us. So um, I have a lot of confidence in our bullpen. I think the thing about our bullpen is we have a lot of guys that get left and right out. And so, you know, when you're talking about a team like the Rays, you got to have those type guys.
3: And uh, because of the lot of guys we have that can get lefty and righty out and all your experiences with Clayton Kershaw, here he is starting in game one. Uh, what have you learned in the past? Where are you now with regards to the decision-making, when to pull somebody like Kirsch out? And I, you can just go back to the Morton decision, where the guy looked like he was going to get everybody out and gave up a couple of hits, and he gets shanked. What have you learned?
5: Yeah, you know what? I, I think that with Clayton, I think with Charlie, with, with any uh, major league pitcher, starting pitcher, uh, you've got to still watch the game and, and make sure their stuff is still where it needs to be. I just don't want to live in the world of, of a hard stop. And I, I just think that I still have to watch the game and understand that we came out of Game 7. I wouldn't say uh, red line, but we used a lot of guys, and, and that was just two days ago. So uh, he's our ace. We need him to, to get out tonight. So uh, the ultimate goal, Tex, is just to win baseball games and how we go about it. But I'll certainly have a close eye on him. All right, Doc, we uh, certainly wish you the best of luck. Right. We know That it's was going to Dave be Roberts
0: on with Carl Ravitch, Mark Teixeira, and uh, our buddy Tim Kirkjian on Baseball Tonight. That was just live just a moment ago on ESPN television. And, and look, I think the pitching questions, and I want to get to the calls here in a second, LZ, but the pitching questions, the Jansen Kershaw stuff, that stuff will come to roost, right, in this series, uh, especially the Kershaw. We're going to have to answer that right away.
2: Yeah, yeah ab- absolutely, and – you know, some of it's hyperbole. A lot of it is earned. Yeah. You know, and the same thing when it comes to Kenley. You know, the, the fact of the matter is, is that fans have been disappointed because you have pre- have disappointing results. But, George, and we talked about this before the show, you win this year, all of a sudden we get amnesia.
0: Right. That stuff all goes by the wayside for the most part.
2: Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. So, LZ, I I know that we've talked about the 540 ERA for Clayton Kershaw in the World Series. I've got some things here that should make Dodger fans feel good about Clayton Kershaw tonight in Game 1. Are you ready for some sexy stats?
2: I love sexy stats.
0: Okay, so here's like the the first one. This one's not so sexy. This one is just like, you know, it's it's a little like foreplay, basically. And, uh, you know... The Tampa Bay Rays as you've noted this season have the best record in the American League. They were fantastic. I believe they won 42 games this year. And uh but they're only 500 against left-handed pitching. So that's uh you know that's that's the first little strip tease here. But here's where it gets sexy. We're going right to it now. Clayton Kershaw versus the Rays as a team. The guys on this roster that have faced him are only 9 for 60. Okay? Nine four sixty, a zero seven six batting average, a one hundred eight on base percentage, and two a two ten OPS. That he's given up one home run, one double, one RBI, seven walks, eighteen strikeouts to this roster. That has to make you feel good.
2: Well, of course it does. Of course it does. But I would say, George that even though a lot of the emphasis is on our pitching, particularly with, you know, with Kershaw on the mound tonight, and a lot of the interview was about pitching, I would say that our biggest concern is actually the hitting. Timely hits. Not just, you know, sure, you know, hits that aren't are going anywhere, but with guys in running in scoring position, can we get these guys across the plate? Because one of the reasons why we were down 3-1 against the Atlanta Braves in the last series isn't because our pitching was awful as much as it was our, our, our hitting just couldn't come through in the biggest moments.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, that's there's no question about that. That time of the hitting is certainly uh, a thing. And by the way, uh, coming up in the next segment, we're going to take some calls here too. But in the next segment, we'll take more calls. But I'm going to tell you what the Rays' strategy will be as far as their pitching staff against the Dodgers hitters in a second. But let me grab Alberto in Riverside. What's up, Alberto?
6: Hello, guys. Uh, you know what? I've been a long time listener and uh, thank you for taking my call. Um, I just wanted to share a little bit of what I've gone through as a Dodger fan the last couple of years. Uh, it's been hard and I just want to point out a couple of things um, regarding uh, Kershaw and Jensen because it seems like. It's been the same issues the last couple of years. And um, so I was one of the guys also that I was thinking that maybe the the manager, Roberts, wasn't the right manager for the team. But this last game that he left, um, Reyes, if I'm saying his name right, he left him in there and he finished the game. Um, That changed a lot, Uh, the outcome of the game, because, uh, you know, he was doing a great job, and I was actually nervous um, when I saw that gentleman was warming up. So, um, I just thought I would share that stuff with you, but uh, go Dodgers, and you know what? Uh, this is our year, so I'm excited, and thank you for taking my call. Yeah, Alberto, thank you. Alberto thank you, Riverside sir. drops off,
0: and yeah, look, man, it is, uh, this is the time. This isn't the Boston Red Sox who were a juggernaut, right? Like, the Rays are good but they're not the Astros who were a juggernaut that year too, right? Like the Rays are good, but they're not loaded with at least the everyday uh, superstars that those other teams were loaded with, right? So you would think that the Dodgers, who are an overwhelming favorite, are an overwhelming favorite for a reason, but they need to get off on the right foot here.
3: Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. So now
0: on LZ with you here. Final segment of the show. We'll take you right up to Dodger baseball. Don't forget that... Dodger expert Greg Bergman will be live tweeting during the game. And then after the game, right here on this station, our pal Travis Rogers, who you catch every morning here on this station, will be doing the post game show. Oh, so, That's
2: disappointing. Why? Well, I was hoping Sweet Tea would do the post game.
0: Oh, well, maybe uh, Sweet Tea will make an appearance.
2: No, that'd be good. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody I mean, loves Sweet Tea.
0: Do you want Sweet Tea after a win or a loss, though? What is better? For, what do you think is better content?
2: Um, you want sweet tea after a loss?
0: Oh, actually, okay. like, when I think about you, it, it just gives it to you raw.
2: Cause yeah, yeah, he does.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> straight tubing on you, baby. <laughs> Greg, was that crossing the line? I can't tell. I mean, I can't, whatever. I can't uh, I mean, it was It was funny. It was funny. I, it was yeah, funny. I, I was laughing. I can't see the line anymore. You know, yeah, it's,
0: I, it's funny. It's yeah. funny. Uh, I
2: guess I find out if Morales texts me, then I know I'm in trouble. Anyway, yeah. Uh, like,
0: yeah. By the way, um, speaking of, uh, you know, you get all these political emails right now, right, and text right. messages and robocalls and all that stuff. But today they got me, LZ, because you know normally it's like you know. Uh, Candidate X is sending you this email to donate to their cause, right? Right. But they got me today. I want to tell you what I got in my email today. So in my email today, it said Scarlett Johansson and in the subject <laughs> in the subject line it said I'd like to meet you tonight, George. And I was like, <laughs> I know that this is a political ad, but I'm going to open it anyway. Because if Scar Joe is hitting me up, I got to open and see what she's got to say. And you what, know?
2: Was it a shirtless picture of Bernie Sanders or something? Was no, it?
0: it wasn't. It was not. It was not. It was actually a picture of Scar Joe in a, uh, in a uh, you know,
2: pantsuit. Wait, 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 wait. What's happening here? Are you calling her Scar Joe?
0: Yeah, I mean that's her nickname, Scarjo.
2: I, it's just the way you're using it. Like you guys talk all the time.
0: No, no, no. I don't know her at all, actually. But uh, you know, you know, I, you know, we do know her as Black Widow from the Avengers. Yes,
2: yes, we do. So. I'm so looking forward to her individual movie, by the way.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, that movie will eventually come out uh, post-pandemic. But yeah. they got me. Like, I was like, yo, I'm surprised nobody's done that sooner. You know what I mean? Like, where they've just like they've gotten somebody that is, um, you know. Attractive and also a celebrity. And to say, I mean, look, they went straight for the jugular on that one, right? Yeah, the they subject did. line. I'd like to meet you tonight, George.
2: Well, it's money time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you put LeBron James and Jamal Murray in, it's, it's a wrap.
0: <laughs> exactly. 877 uh, 710 ESPN. If you want to talk Dodgers with us and kind of your thoughts on the series and Dave Roberts, uh, give us your predictions. Get in, get in. Call your shot. 877 ESPN. So. LZ, we've talked a lot about Kershaw. We've talked about Dave Roberts. I want to ask you this, and we can open it up to the audience as well. 877-710 ESPN. The Tampa Bay Rays, mm-hmm. this is the Andrew Friedman series. In essence, he helped build both these rosters, even though he's been here since 2014. There are guys on this roster that he drafted uh, that are playing at the moment, right? That they're the and basically his understudy took over when he was gone. Yep. So this. This series actually means a lot like he literally told a story to your guy uh, our guy Jorge Castillo at the LA Times about how he texts with his rival executive all the time like for years about you know well it'll be cool when we meet in the World Series and now here they are so from that regard it's why I think what you said earlier during purgatory about the Rays, and we shouldn't underestimate them, and they're, the Dodgers are overwhelming favorites, and even what I just said, right? They're not, they don't have the everyday uh, run-of-the-mill superstars like the Astros and Red Sox did. But you know if Andrew Friedman bit, built them, you know that they're a complete team.
2: Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And not only that, they have a significant chip on their shoulders. Yes. Significant. This is one of the, in terms of payroll... What are they, 28th in the league? Yeah. So these are a bunch of guys who are watching the contracts being signed by Mookie Betts. They see the contracts being signed by Mike Trout. They see all the big money that's flying everywhere. And they're like, you know, they're for cheap. There's no other way to say it. And so when you recognize in terms of not just media coverage, not just terms of baseball folklore and history, But just dollars and cents wise, you are on the cheap and shouldn't even be here. That is another motivating factor for this squad that shouldn't be underestimated. Because I certainly know from my own personal experience, when I'm in a situation where I feel as if I've been somewhat disrespected in terms of what I have to offer, that just makes me want to be even that much more um, precise, that much better. Yeah, know, to prove that I'm worth that money.
0: And we talked about this at the beginning of the show today, and we only have the hour of power here uh, because we're taking it right up to Dodger baseball here at 5 o'clock, the World Series Game 1 right here. Clayton Kershaw on the mound for your Los Angeles Dodgers on 710 ESPN. But they they play like an old-school baseball team. They have really good starting pitching. They Mm -hmm. have a, a good bullpen. They have excellent defense like excellent they may have the best defensive outfield in baseball at the moment
6: which
2: is saying a lot because of what we have
0: correct yeah so they are legitimately a good team i think the dodgers will win this series i think they'll win it in six but and you think they'll win it in five but i don't want anyone to get it twisted and think that it's going to be comfortable
2: no no this is i want you to think more about lakers versus denver where it was a five game series but by no means was that an easy series it's like it's it's like that. Yeah. You know, where you look and you go, Okay, there's a three two win, there's a four-five win, maybe a win that comes, you know, at the bottom of the ninth. It may it all end up being five or six, and if you're not paying attention to the individual scores or moments within the game, you might think that was easy. Right. But then you realize like, no, you know, this pitcher had to work himself out of several, several difficult situations. Or that we were trailing this game heading into the eighth. Or things of that nature. Like, this is what this team is capable of. And also remember this. They were up 3-0. Right. Then found themselves in a game seven. You know what they didn't do? They didn't fold. They didn't fold, man.
0: Yeah.
2: They didn't fold. And just as I said with that Denver squad against the Lakers, there's something about a team with that kind of mentality. They may not have all the talent, but they have all the heart. And that's why they need to be respected.
0: Yeah, no question. So let me ask you this:
2: Sativa, I think, is what I'm settling in on.
0: Okay, that's fine. Yeah, there was that was one question, but the other mm-hmm. question is, what is your biggest concern in this series for the Dodgers?
2: My biggest concern is the bats. It's always the bats. Always the bats, because um, our curse during this incredible run over the last four seasons, you know, contrary to popular belief, hasn't been. You know, simply Kershaw's pitching or Kenley pitching or Dave Roberts' decision—it's our inability to capitalize on scoring opportunities.
6: Yeah,
0: no, that's a good one. Uh, I'm going to go with the bullpen. Basically, sans Julio Urias. Julio Urias is got 11 scoreless innings, and the the Dodgers' ERA is basically without when you take out those 11 innings from him specifically. Mm-hmm. It's a 4.23 ERA, which is uh, not great. So I, I am worried about the bullpen not named Julio Urias. Let me grab Juan in L.A. real quick. Juan,
6: what's up? Yeah, hey, guys. Uh, I think Dodgers in uh, six, uh, too much uh, too much depth uh, pitching and hitting. Tampa doesn't hit enough. But I, what I am worried is if it gets late in the game strategy-wise, we're at a disadvantage as far as the manager. Do you think if we don't get it done, Dave Roberts gets the Lane Kiffin And if you think I'm crazy, put up a poll and find out of the four major uh, coaches in town, Kiff McVay, Vogel, and Bob Bradley and Roberts, put up a poll. Find out who has the least amount of confidence in the big game. Dave Roberts would win in a landslide. I mean, flight. but that
0: that poll. But is he's also be...
2: been around the longest,
0: right? And that <laughs> poll would also be skewed by recency bias, so that yeah. doesn't necessarily help. But they're in the World Series. No disrespect to Bob Bradley, who's done a fantastic job with an expansion club in the LAFC. And thank you for the call, Juan. Um, you know, they have also come up short in the postseason as well. Yeah. So there like is twice that too. at yeah. home. Yeah, uh, th- there is that too. And look, Sean McVay. Granted, it was against Bill Belichick, and we love Sean around here. You know, didn't he said himself? Kind of, he got out coach. He got our coach
2: exactly. So
0: you know, that's how this works sometimes.
2: And hey, we All forget, right. George, and I think yeah. sometimes fans forget winning championships are hard, is hard.
0: It is hard. It is hard. <laughs> Ask Frank Vogel how easy it was when he didn't have LeBron. Right? right? Not easy. That's it's the whole easy. point. Yeah, and that's not to diminish Frank Vogel as a good coach because I've told you repeatedly he is. He's a, especially on the defensive side. But sometimes you need luck and you need the right players too. It's not always just on the manager or the coach. Yeah, All right, absolutely. before we get out of here, real quick, LZ, is your v- vehicle due for service? Head to your neighborhood Valvoline instant oil change. Home of the 15 drive-through, 15-minute drive-through oil change. For over 30 years, Valvoline has provided quick and convenient automotive maintenance services for busy people like you and no dragging the kids to a dirty waiting room. At Valvoline, you stay in your car nice and safe while the expert technicians make sure your ride is in peak performance. As a matter of fact, you can head there right now and listen to Dodger baseball here on 710 ESPN. Oil changes, tire rotations, transmission, care, and more. Just pull up, drive in, and drive out in less than 15 minutes. Visit their website, SoCalOilChange.com, for locations and game-winning coupons. All right, LZ, excellent work as always.
2: You too, brother.
0: Thanks to the callers. Thanks to Greg and Jorge. Uh, don't forget, Dodger expert Greg Bergman will be live tweeting from the ESPN LA account. And after game one of the World Series, which you'll hear right here on this station in less than five minutes, Travis Rogers, sweet tea, will have the postgame show. We'll talk to you tomorrow. See ya.
3: Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half.